You're listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. I'm your host, Adam Rosen. I'm a fellowship-trained, board-certified orthopedic surgeon who specializes in knee replacement. Here I'll talk to you about common knee complaints and other orthopedic issues. We'll cover other important health-related topics, all of which are meant to helpfully answer some of your questions and help improve the quality of your life. Thanks for listening, and on with the next episode. Hello and welcome back. This is Adam Rosen and you're listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk to you about constipation. So constipation is extremely common, especially as we get older. Um, And I believe that a lot of Americans are a lot more prone to constipation than other countries. Um, and, And some of that has to do with really multiple factors. So my personal experience with constipation occurs more in the setting of after surgery. Um, But I have a lot of patients that I take care of in the office that are already on multiple stool softeners and fiber supplements and have issues with hemorrhoids and other problems. And this only gets magnified when people have surgery. Because when we have surgery, there's three main issues that can cause constipation or worsen an already existing problem with constipation. So One, we have anesthesia, which commonly can slow down the gut. Um, Two, because of pain medicine, both either during anesthesia or after surgery, any of those narcotics also slows down the gut and can bind you up and cause constipation. And then typically after surgery, there's less mobility or activity, which can also cause constipation. And, you know, this, this really became very kind of important from my perspective with talking to my patients many years ago because this was prior to the big opioid crisis and it was not uncommon for us to use really high doses for long periods of time of narcotics. And I had a few patients over the years that became so constipated after surgery due to the narcotics that they wound up in emergency rooms getting manually disimpacted or I had a few patients that actually got so bound up that they developed a hole in their colon called a perforation that required a surgery where they had to take out parts of their colon and put a colostomy bag on for a period of time. And then they were able to go back at a later date and reverse that. And this is all secondary to constipation. But our main issue was it was also caused by the high use of narcotics. So it was at that point many, many, many years ago, um, where before the big opioid crisis, I really started modifying how I treated pain in an attempt to lessen and trying to eliminate the use of narcotics, but also started to increase the mobility early on of patients. But more importantly, things that we can control are a lot of things that you put in your mouth. So as a country, we do a terrible job of getting enough fiber in our diet. Um, And fiber is really important. And there's different types of fiber. You have soluble fiber and insoluble fiber. And you'll find all these different pills and powders that you can mix in. And and they're all good. But the reality is that you can get a lot of the fiber that you need in nutrition by looking at what you eat. So this is where it's really important to take a look at what you eat. And you can talk to your doctor, get a nutritionist. Or what's nice is you can go online and you can research 
all of the different things. And I'm not going to sit here and list off every food product and how many grams of fiber it has in there because one, I would bore you. And two, you're going to go, I don't eat that anyway. I don't like that. So really go through and look at things that you would enjoy eating or things that you already eat and eat more of them. You know, one of the simple things a lot of times is just, you know, have a serving or two of fruit and or vegetables with every meal. You know, there's a lot of meals that we go through and people don't necessarily have a fruit or a vegetable. So specifically for people with diabetes and other issues, you may have to watch the sugars that you take in per day. But for most people, just making sure that you add some fresh fruit or some fresh vegetables to each meal is an easy way of adding in fiber and making sure that you're getting the appropriate servings of fiber per day. The other thing is looking at what you eat and how you cook and where you eat and adding in some of these really good foods that are high in fiber on a regular basis. So things like lentils and beans, bananas, um, all really, really high in fiber, sweet potatoes. Um, All of those things are super, super helpful. Um, And you can take those and add those to your meals and making sure that you eat them. And also hydration. It is very important that we stay hydrated because as you get dehydrated, there's a greater chance that you may develop constipation. And especially as you're eating foods that are high in fiber, you need more liquid to help push all of that stuff through. It's extremely important if you're using a lot of these powders or pills. You know, So a lot of these powders require you to drink an excessive amount of water just to get that stuff through. Um, so you want to make sure that you don't do the opposite and try to add in these powders when you're constipated and then all of a sudden get more bound up because you're not drinking enough water to flush that stuff through your system. Um, So those are kind of the important things. The other thing which is weird too is that, you know, just the way of evacuating the bowel, um, sitting up on a high toilet seat, which is worsened after surgery because especially for some hip surgeries and knee surgeries, you know, therapists and patients are concerned about being able to get on and off the toilet so they get these elevated toilet seats. And actually, the squatting down um, actually puts the colon into a better position to evacuate your bowels. And if you're sitting up higher, it can actually cause you to strain more. So if you're straining, um, that can increase the risk of hemorrhoids developing, or at its worst, you know, you could perforate a valve if you're bearing down so hard. So you want to make sure that if you can, and there's not a reason for you not to sit on a regular or lower toilet seat, you can do. And there's even stools. You can just use any kind of stool, but you know, getting your feet up a little higher if you're sitting on a regular toilet seat and having your feet up higher um, actually may help you evacuate your bowels a little bit better. But when it comes to surgery, I really stress the importance of this with my patients early on. You know, so if someone's coming into surgery, I'm talking about appropriate nutrition for many reasons before surgery. We're talking about eating healthy so your protein stores are up, eliminating drinking, smoking, all of those things which can increase your chance of wound complications and infections. But if prior to surgery for those weeks, we can increase the amount of fruits and vegetables and other foods that are high in fiber and we're evacuating our bowels more regularly, then when you add in these extra insults of anesthesia, and immobility, and uh, and pain medicine, and continuing those high-fiber foods after surgery, those patients are a lot less likely to get constipated. Because 
at times, we do have to use medicine. So after surgery, someone's really constipated, there's some medicines like milk of magnesia and mag citrate that you can use. Sometimes, you know, for some patients, just a good old cup of coffee helps get going. Prune juice is great. Um, even the coconut milk, you know, a lot of times I'll have patients, you know, coconut soups, get a nice warm bowl of soup, and that kind of helps flush things out. So there's foods that are high in fiber, but also foods that will help promote getting things through the GI tract, and each individual is going to be a little different. So you want to kind of figure out what works well for you, and it's best to figure that out ahead of time as opposed to when you're uncomfortable because as soon as people get backed up and they get constipated, you're uncomfortable. I mean, it's it's hard to sit, it's hard to sleep, it's hard to do stuff you don't want to eat, and now you have to eat because you need the nutrition, you need the energy, you need the calories because you're trying to heal after surgery, but you don't want to. And then you're delaying your recovery. So it's really important to be proactive and start a few weeks prior to surgery and increase that fiber production, get your bowels on a more regular basis, even if it means getting a couple water bottles so you know exactly how much water that you're drinking each day and making sure that you're getting the appropriate hydration. And the other important thing is mobility, that we need to move. Our gut hangs from these little membranes called mesentery. So when you're walking and moving, your gut's hanging and it's shaking and it's moving. And what you may find is that that helps promote the motility of all of your food and your feces through that GI tract. But the more you sit, the more you lay, the more you don't move, the slower that gut is and the less likely it is to push things through and the more likely you are to get constipated. So just kind of food for thought, no pun intended. Um, Keep these things in mind. So all patients, really keep an eye on how much fiber you're getting per day and making sure that you're trying to add fiber to every meal. You may have to add some things, um, and then you may have to modify some things, but making sure that you're getting lots of fiber, more fiber than what you're used to, and making sure that it's based on the daily recommendations. Um, Also, hydration, 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 as we get more dehydrated. And I see this a lot more in the Southwest um, where the climate is drier, um, that you need to make sure that you stay hydrated to prevent constipation. If you do have surgery, limit or eliminate the narcotics. Obviously, you can't avoid anesthesia and early mobilization. Uh, And then at the first signs of constipation, you know, talking to your doctor to find out if there's a prescription medicine that may be helpful for you or some of the simple home remedies, you know, sometimes a cup of coffee or prune juice can really help get things going. So I hope you've enjoyed that little bit of information, uh, especially if you're one of those people that's been dealing uh, with constipation for a while or for someone that has been through this, unfortunately, maybe has another surgery scheduled. Um, These are tricks and tips that you can use to prevent you from developing those problems again in the future. Uh, I'm Adam Rosen. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. Uh, Please be sure to leave a review if you found the information helpful. It helps other people like you find this information and find this podcast. And until next time, stay safe. Thanks for listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. If you've not already done so, please subscribe so you'll be notified of future episodes. And if you enjoy what you're hearing, please take the time to leave a review. It helps other people like you find the show. I'm your host, Adam Rosen, and until next time, stay safe.